everything. There's a highway we're called to walk on. It's called a highway of holiness. I want to share some of that with you this morning. But let's look at uh, the book of 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. <clears throat> and I continually, in reading Scripture, repent. Lord, I've read this numerous times, but I didn't read these right words this time. I just now saw these words in this passage. It doesn't make any difference. We'd be better off reading two verses and really getting the verses than we are reading 20 chapters. We've got to get the Word in us. So Holy Spirit... You make the Word alive. I can read the words, but you make it alive. This is from Paul. He's called as an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. And Sothenus, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, and I'll say in Skytook, and to those who have been sanctified. Now, sanctified means you've been set apart. For God's use. You've been sanctified in Christ Jesus. Saints by calling. So quit calling yourself a sinner. You may sin, but you're not a sinner as far as God's concerned. If you have been born again. Saints by calling with all who in every place. So that surely includes Skytook. Amen. Every place who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours, grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You'll only get peace from the Lord and Christ. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given you in Christ Jesus. And John prayed part of this verse earlier this morning out of Romans 4, excuse me, 5.17. This says, when you're born again, if you've received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, you'll reign in life with Christ Jesus. So are you reigning in life with Christ Jesus? If you're not, that's His will He's given us these things so we can reign with Him in life. Amen. That's what He wants us to do. Lord, thank You for that grace that You've given us in Christ Jesus. Yeah. In verse 5, it says that in everything, say everything, everything. you were enriched in Him, in Christ, in everything, in all speech and knowledge. I've really been claiming that. In, even in your speech. In your knowledge. You've been enriched, enriched in that. In Christ Jesus. Even as the testimony concerning Christ. Was confirmed in you. Do you feel like the testimony of Jesus Christ. Has been confirmed in you. It's what the word says. Now, here's a good one. Not that those aren't. So that you are not lacking in any gift. Say, I've got the gifts. 
I've got everything I need. See, it says we're complete in Him. So that you're not lacking in any gift, awaiting eagerly the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end. <coughs> He's not going to deny us. If we confess Him, He'll confess us. Who will confirm you to the end, blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. There's so many things just in that little short passage, those few verses. It talks about grace. It talks about being enriched in all things that we're not lacking in anything. And don't we sometimes feel like we're lacking? Don't we? We do. You know, one of the biggest battles I have and there's a verse that talks about girding up the loins of your mind. Because I can, I can go that way and I can be thinking about a lot of other things. And, and it's, it'll stop you from, we've got to get focused. We've got to bring those thoughts. And we're going to talk about a verse about that. We've got to bring those in. I think I told them Wednesday night, I got up the other morning, I was walking praying, walking down around the barn. <clears throat> and, and there were some things that kept wanting to stop me from praying to just think about things that were going to happen during the day or some issues. And by the time I got to church Wednesday night, I, I, I couldn't even remember what one of them was. I'd already just, you know, that's how important it was. It wasn't. <clears throat> but if you if there's something you can't remember, if you'll just get on before God and start praying, it'll come to you. Because I believe the enemy will let you know what it is to get you to stop praying. There's just a battle over our minds. There, there is a battle. It's not just you, it's all of us. There's a battle. We are in a war. But we win. And when we apply, <coughs> excuse me, these words, the word of God to our lives. And we need to know the word. I hope you read Proverbs today. But in Proverbs 22, it says, A good name is better than great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. <coughs> silver and gold. Wisdom, Bible says wisdom is better than gold. Amen. Knowledge is better than silver. Amen. It says, it says call wisdom your sister. Understanding your best friend. I mean, those little lines like that are, are meaningful. We need God's wisdom. We need to think on it. We need to believe that we've got the mind of Christ. They're, they're for us. They're for us today. 
the Apostle Paul said, My little children with whom I'm in labor until Christ is formed in you. In Galatians 4.19 God is working until Christ is formed in you. Amen. Philippians uh, 2.13 so, For it's God who is working in you to will and work for His good pleasure. He's working in us. He's going to get it done. He knows where we're going. He knows. I'm in labor until Christ is formed in you. <clears throat> Romans 9.16 says, and this is a verse that will throw you. It doesn't depend on the man who wills or the man who runs. It doesn't depend on the man who wills or the man who runs. You can't will something in the kingdom of God. You can't in your strength will something to happen. You can't run. You can't do this. You can't do that and make it happen in the kingdom of God. But it says the rest of the verse is to whom God has mercy. Not to him who willeth or runneth, but to whom God has mercy. Leah put up 2 Corinthians 10.5. We are to destroy speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the name of our Lord, against the knowledge of God. Destroying speculations. We think about, you know, if there's something here in town, <coughs> excuse me, Something needs to be destroyed. Somebody go tear it down. But we battle those things that are in the heavenlies. We need to stand against the things that are against the knowledge of God. And we do that by taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We was talking about our girding up the loins of our mind. Taking every thought captive. Some of those thoughts... I mean, it's like you can be reading and thinking about something else. And you just have to stop and I'll start back over or I'll start reading maybe out loud to just to get me focused where I need to be. I want to bring every thought captive. I still have thoughts I don't want to have. I'm, I, I know they float by. I know the adversary brings them. I know there's a lot of voices in the land. But we've got to gird up our loins of our mind. We're taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And in 2 Corinthians 6, 12, and here's a verse for you. You're not restrained by us. It's what the Apostle Paul told the people. It's not I or someone else that's restraining you. We're not restraining you. You're, you're restrained. Thank you. You're restrained by yourself. You can't, I can't blame Dixie. None of you'd blame your spouse, I know. And uh, we might as well quit blaming the government. 
We just need to pray for them. But you're not restrained by us. You're restrained in your own affections. If you have an enemy, it's probably yourself. But you've got to learn to accept yourself. You've got to learn to love yourself. Well, Lord, I bless you and thank you. Let's look at uh, Isaiah 35. Talk about a highway of holiness. Why do we need grace? Why do we need to be enriched and everything? Why do we need all the gifts? We need these things to walk on this road of holiness. <clears throat> a highway will be there, a road, and it'll be called the highway of holiness. The unclean will not travel on it, but it will be for him who walks that way. Fools will not wander on it. No lions will be there, nor will any vicious beasts go up on it. These will not be found there, but the redeemed, say redeemed. redeemed. If you're redeemed, say redeemed. redeemed. But the redeemed will walk there, and the ransomed. You know, you're ransomed by God when He paid the price. You know, you hear of somebody kidnapping someone, them demanding several million dollars to get their loved one back. Can you think of the price that God paid to redeem us from the powers of darkness? He gave the best He had. He gave His only beloved Son. He ransomed us. The ransomed of the Lord will return. And come with joyful shouting. We were shouting in here this morning. Don't, we don't need to stop. <clears throat> with, ever, <clears throat> with everlasting joy upon their heads. They will find gladness and joy. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. I pray you find gladness and joy. I pray sorrow and sighing flee away. Listen. We worry about things that's not going to happen usually. My grandpa said he wore out his underwear just rolling over in bed, worrying. You, you might as well just give it up because that's not going to cut it. We're, we're going to have to turn to God. We're going to have to seek Him. Look at Jeremiah 17. Verses 9 and 10. <clears throat> The heart is deceitful. <clears throat> the heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. <clears throat> now some translations just say wicked, but sick is a better translation. Who can understand it? Now here's a verse for you this morning. <clears throat> Lord, help me. I, the Lord, search the heart. He searches our heart. I test the mind. Even to give each 
man, woman, boy or girl, according to his ways or their ways, according to the results of the, his or their deeds. <clears throat> if you don't like what you're getting, you've got to sow something differently. Because he's given us according to the way we've operated and worked. Even to give each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds. The Lord searches our hearts. He knows our ways. <clears throat> Put up 1 Corinthians 3.11, please. <clears throat> Maybe I didn't give you 1 Corinthians 3.11. I've got it here somewhere. For no one can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid in Christ Jesus. That's it. Everything you need, you need to base it on Christ. Is this going to enlarge the kingdom? Or is this wrong in the kingdom? Are, are the things you're doing based on Christ? Lord, we give you praise. We give you thanks. Listen, I lift up Jesus Christ and Him crucified. It still took God giving His best. And can you think of this? That God was loving those that were crucifying His Son. That Jesus Christ was loving that man that beat Him. That He was loving that man that nailed the first nail through His hand. He was loving that second man drove a nail through His hand or a man that drove nails through His feet. We don't have that kind of love apart from God. But... Romans 5, 5 says the Holy Spirit sheds abroad the love of God in our hearts. We've got to seek the Lord in all things that we do. It's easy to talk about God. It's easy to talk about Christ. But as the Holy Spirit, you remember that... <clears throat> Jesus, after his resurrection, <clears throat> he told Mary Magdalene, go tell the disciples to meet me in Galilee, which was probably 70 or 80 miles away. <clears throat> go to a mountain. You know, I've tried to find that in Scripture. You can't really. But they knew where it was. Let me ask you, when's the last time you've really found a place? Have you got a place where you just really get alone with Jesus? How long has it been since you've just really maybe got alone with Him? And you can pray till you, you forget about the cares and worries. You, you get convinced that God is going to work out what you do need. Uh, Psalms 138.8 you, O oh Lord, will accomplish what concerns me. What, what about getting that place? Well, would your spouse say you'd been in that place? 
See, it cost Jesus Christ everything. When, when are we going to say, here I am, Lord, my family, my job, my business, my reputation. I just lay it at the foot of the cross this morning. I want to come back to you. I, I want to live in that place of maybe even those songs we sang about. or these. I just want to read a few scriptures this morning. That these verses that we've read, that we'd bring every thought subject to Christ. That we believe that Christ is working in us and through us to will and work for His good pleasure. That we are His idea. But we've just got to so align our lives with Him. We, we've got to, to give Him our lives in, in every area. You can fool your spouse. You can't fool God. You can feel the fool the people you work with. Matthew 5, 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That means that you just know, apart from God, you can't do it. That you know you are dependent on Him. That you know how much you need Him. And that He loves you. And He just wants you to say, Come in my life and let me lead you. Let me guide you. Let me live. He wants to live his life through us. He's not going to take anything away from you that you'll look back on and wish you had back. You'll be so glad to be rid of some things. I, I, I don't care what it is. We can all name sins. But what's important is what the Holy Spirit tells us. He may be telling you to add something to your life. He may be telling you to start doing something. He may tell you to stop doing something. But see, that's walking with Him. being led by Him. He's hearing His voice this morning. And I know He's spoken freely in here this morning. Lord, I th <clears throat> thank you that you're helping me. But when... Will you give it all to God? What's it take for us to... The difference in saying, yeah, I know God. But what's God doing for you? Let me tell you what will influence your friends. You quit telling them what all you think you're doing for God. Because that's just braggart religiosity. If you'll start telling them, that's a new word... If you, it's like the computer I tell, add it to the dictionary. <clears throat> if you'll start telling them what God's doing for you instead of what you think you're doing for Him, it'll make a difference. Because they're looking for somebody that's got some answers. And listen, you and I don't have them apart from Him. I have nothing to give you apart from Him. Anything that's good in our lives is because of the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God. I just challenge you to that this morning. You know what's important? is God's presence. Lord, we want to live and move in your presence. You get in his presence. He'll speak to you. You can be under a tree. 
And God can touch you. He never leaves us or forsakes us, but we're not always open to Him. We're so busy driven. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. We've got to. We really don't just have to do all those things. And yet He's given us a lot of things to look after. And we need to be good stewards. But we just need to be involved in the things He's got us to be involved in. But what about this highway of holiness? What about that Christ is working in you? And maybe, you know, everybody hadn't personally accepted Christ. If you've never personally accepted Christ, if you'll just confess your sins and ask Him to come into your life, he, He's already forgiven you. You just need to accept it. He's paid the price for you. Just ask Him to come into your life and make you the person He's created you to be. If you feel like <clears throat> you're away from God, and it seems like it's hard to come back because, you know, our flesh is hard, or strong, I should say. Scripture says, the scripture, there's places where our flesh is weak, but there's times we're strong to do just what we want to do. But if we'll say, God, I just need you. And we can all say we've been in some messes and God can get us out of them. He can straighten those out. Maybe it's family you're praying for. Just believe God to do it. But why has He graced us? Why has He chosen us? Why did He write our names down in His book before He even created the earth? He had to create the earth so we'd have a sand pile to play in here. But see, it means he had a plan for us to rule and reign on this earth. And it's more than us seeing what we can amass on earth. It's seeing who we can take with us into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, Jesus said we'll enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. I just bless you. We've been talking about uh, the apostolic church on Wednesday nights. I'm going to do some more on that Wednesday night. We're going to talk about the, the difference in the presence of God and some other things about church. So what, what do you, what's your view, what's your view of church, see? It, it's, it's like life. It ought to be to get into the presence of God and get to know Him so we can join Him in the direction that He's going. He's the one's right. I've thought I've been right and I'm going this way and He's, I better align you a little bit. Let's just worship Him. Let's believe that He is the God that He says He is. I don't want that to spill on my Bible. 
Lord, I just bless you. Do you know this Jesus? Well, are you being led by his presence? Are you walking with him? Would you like to walk with him in a greater way? We're going to sing this morning and just close. But we just invite you to come join us in the kingdom of God. Come let Jesus be Jesus in you. If you need help with that, we'll show you. Come on, let's stand up and worship the Lord. Let's bless the Lord this morning. He wants to be real in you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He died to take us with him to heaven. If we don't make that choice, we're doomed to eternity in hell. Hell's just as real as heaven. And he gives us the choice. Most things in life, God leaves choices up to us. He's not going to make us be like him. He gives us that opportunity. Somebody give him praise. Somebody, look, if Jesus isn't Jesus, I don't care how loud you shout, if he's not real, it's phony. Just come let him, come let him be Jesus in your life. And he can't just be Jesus in here. He's got to be Jesus out there. We bless you, Lord. The altars are open. Come let Jesus fill you with his spirit. Let him make you the person he created you to be. You'll never be apart from him. It's amazing grace. Your goodness won't get you to heaven. It takes the blood of Jesus over your life. It takes being born again. All those little things that defeat you. Ask Him to help you. Come give Him to Him.
let's just keep praying and worshiping the Lord. This is his time. We just bless you, Lord, and we just thank you for what you're doing, that your spirit is moving. We bless you, Lord. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Oh, and I've seen many searching for it. Any other word this morning? Well, thanks for being here this morning. I, I pray the Lord said something to you. Amen. Amen. He is. He's going to go with you. He's going to remind you. He wants to be Lord of all. If He's not Lord of your home, what's He Lord of? Lord, we bless you this morning. Lord, I speak blessings over the people. Let me read you a verse. I didn't turn to it. Okay. I'll have it next week. Can I give a word for you? Uh, Mark, I, I saw on Facebook that you caught a big fish that was an unusual fish I never heard of before. But anyway, I just felt like just as I glanced back there and saw you that the Lord really is going to make you fishers of men. And he's going to send you to some strange-looking fish, men, people. <laughs> and uh, you're going to just hook them in. Because that was an unusual fish, and it was a large, large fish, probably broke a record. So you're going to break records in Jesus' name. Just don't miss Wednesday night. Bless you. <laughs>